0: Hey, welcome back to the infamous podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. This is episode three eighteen,
1: Dragon Echoes, Echoes Echoes. Echoes. (laughs) This is a these these next what five day five days uh kind of special for the two of us. Yeah. We're gonna be old AF.
0: We're gonna be Hank Aaron's number. Yeah.
1: For you baseball fans out there. Yeah,
0: well, you know, if you're a baseball fan, if you know a baseball fan, they've got nothing to do. So recommend the show to 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 them, to listen to. Um, we won't uh, talk about baseball dude. at all to make them feel bad, other
1: than this talking about baseball that would
0: have made yeah. them feel bad. I, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I'm,
1: I I don't follow baseball in the off season, but I'm quite perturbed at the goings on. Baseball doesn't but, have anyway. an off season, Daryl.
0: What? Oh, I'm sorry. What? What? <laughs> what? I'm so I have been so over baseball since they vilified Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Roger Clemens, but not Greg Maddox.
1: Yeah. So and the fact of the matter is that every single owner, manager, commissioner knew exactly what was going on. But guess what? The ratings of baseball back then were through the roof, so, well, you know, I mean, it it so, all right, total aside, Uh those three know, individuals
0: right? saved baseball because in nineteen ninety four, when the fir- the last like little walkout happened, you know what people weren't doing? Watching baseball. Coming back to watch Going baseball. to baseball.
1: Yeah, or yeah. going to baseball games.
0: I mean, they people were just over it. It was it was done. It was dead in the water. It was you know, it was just stupid. And uh and then these guys started hitting like 9,000 foot dingers. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, Roger Clemens at at 87 years old started throwing 105 miles per hour. Well, and then speaking... and then, you know, afterwards everybody was like, "How dare you?"
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, like the The amount of, you know, the falsehoods of these people trying to, it's, it's, I mean, we see it nowadays with other things where people are, you know, all high and mighty, despite, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that they've done and you see it a lot in Hollywood, Hollywood's the number one, probably offender of this type of stuff, yeah but yeah, it's just like, once they, you know, brought baseball back, then they turned on them. They said, Hey, you know what? Your services are no longer required. Yep, or whatever. So, it's absolute BS.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just one of those stupid things. But it, it, see, that's one of the things that made me not like sports anymore. You know, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, Brian and Daryl lot. talk sports. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, my favorite sport is professional wrestling. So,
1: <laughs> hey, I mean. It's it's fun, it's fun. I like it. I'm I, back. I'm I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So
0: you're like John Wick. So I was actually going. I was actually going, hey, was actually hey, going hey, for hey, Christopher. D,
1: D, you working again? <laughs> I was actually going for Christopher Reeve and somewhere in time. Oh, like, there back. you go. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. That's a, a. I know people that listen are like, what in the hell is, what somewhere, is, in what is somewhere in time?
0: somewhere in time? Who is Christopher Reeve? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, but uh, no, uh, yeah, we both have birthdays in the next five days. so um, if you're listening to this on Sunday, it is my birthday. Thank you for the birthday wishes. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it is Daryl's birthday, and he can just f right off so uh <laughs> how woo don't don't you dare send him a happy birthday?
1: <laughs> I will jar jar the rest of this podcast.
0: you mean worse than you normally do? how rude <laughs> i thought you were being michelle tanner there
1: or stephanie tanner. these are not michelle tanner
0: i thought you were or being stephanie, stephanie Tanner.
1: tanner.
0: <laughs> if you want to do the whole podcast like that i dare you uh, no i couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> anyway but yeah no we uh we we got on the tangent for the hank aaron number but yeah we'll both be 44 um which is hilarious, because we grew up not far from each other, never met, we went to the same college as each other, never met, and what really brought us, brought us together was we worked in the same spot, and I made fun of his Buffy doll.
1: Action figure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. it's, it's so random, honestly.
0: Well, because I had like 10 action figures on my desk. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, I... I uh. I remember when I was at Kroger and like I started bringing stuff in and I brought in like a Cyclops because I had two and then uh, I forget what else I had. But then I just brought in a bunch of pops um, because they're like the perfect little desk like decoration yeah. for, for a workspace. And they were all things I had doubles of. So I didn't care if somebody stole them. Um, but then these other guys were like, well, I'm going to bring this in. And they like were bringing in like your spawn. Right. Like, yeah. Things like three times the size of that. And it's like, well, that's just <laughs> stupid. Why would you bring that to work? Like, yeah, why that's a little is much? Why is that not in the box? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh rookie. Yeah, right. Rookie move. Uh anyway. So yeah, no, we are uh we're excited. We are we are rambly tonight. We are recording a day earlier, so that's why the original here. podcast recording date for us. Uh, yes, for us, yeah. Um so you'll hear us talk about episode four. Of the wheel of time but not episode the dragon reborn the dragon reborn um so anyway so let's let's just kick off with these movie trailers that you uh well the one i had already seen the second one you you found today because it just came out like nine hours ago or uh i'm sorry it came out like six hours ago (laughs) um oh oh so it's actually out the trailer Oh, the trailer. Okay, so yeah. so Reacher, there's so Amazon Prime Video is has a Jack Reacher show coming out called Reacher, starring, starring Alan Richmond, um, who you might know as Thad Castle or um, Marvel when uh, in the Hunger Games or uh, Hawk. So if this is the reason they killed him off of Titans, yes, please, thank you.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, right. So I think he gets. I can't think he. If if so, he got the better end of the deal. Yeah.
0: Uh I, I just gotta say though, like this this trailer was a ton of fun. It's the first book. Um, but the guy who he's working with the and I did not get to go to the IMDb because you you sent this to me and then I forgot about it and then I watched it right before I dialed in. Um. The 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 black guy with the glasses with horn room glasses. What has yeah. he been in?
1: He was the cop that uh, worked with Liv in iZombie. That's
0: yes, okay. I could I could not place him for the life of me. Malcolm Godwin. That's right. Uh, he was one of the best parts about iZombie, by the way. Oh, absolutely, oh, he was. He was all, yeah. Okay, he was also in the AMC show uh, Breakout Kings. Oh, uh, never watched. Did that. you ever watch that? That no. was a uh, that was a good show that was that's well worth watching like I, I don't know where it's it's streaming or not but if you can find that go go back and watch that that was a that was a really good one it had uh dominic lombardozzi and uh jimmy simpson who are both like hbo staples oh, and then laz alonzo yeah. who was uh mother's milk in uh the other amazon show that we enjoy the boys it's on it's on so, hulu well, oh it is okay cool yeah definitely go watch it
1: cool yeah Oh, I like that cast.
0: They're all criminals who get like pulled out of jail to help like the police run like heists. And like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Cool. Like, yeah, it's it's really it's really really like, good. They're all like, yeah, you so. had me at heist. Yeah, well, they're all criminals that have been pulled out of jail for their their specific skill sets for for crime. Um, so, A yeah, particular set of skills. Um, just not with soy sauce for hair color. <laughs> but so the Reacher trailer, uh, it looks like it's the first book, so which is great. Like I like the first Jack Reacher movie with Tom Cruise. I actually like the second one too, Never Back Down, or uh, mm-hmm. as I call it, Jack Reacher Two, uh, Never Stop, Never Reaching. Uh, <laughs> but because he's so little, he's always reaching. <laughs> um, plus the first one had Roseman Pike, you yes. know. Like, uh, you know, we, we talked about her last week as that was like peak Roseman Pike. And I disagree. It was the James Bond movie with P- Pierce Brodson That was peak Roseman Pike
1: when What's she was,
0: uh, Dying It was one with Halle Berry. I think it was die another day. Oh, um, I didn't, with, uh, I don't, with, I didn't when remember. She was, she was the in that. Yeah. sword fighter. Uh, anyway, but I digress. Uh, the Reacher trailer though, is really good. It looks like it's got a ton of action. It's got a ton of humor. Um, it's got Alan Richmond's abs, so you know he can't help but show those yeah. off. That stupid, well-built jackass. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but no, I mean, I think it looks good. I think these are the kind of roles that he should be doing because um, he can do serious. He's a badass, and he uh, he's funny as shit.
1: So yeah. Yeah, like he, he just looked like, like in that trailer. And again, some of those scenes were scenes from the original Jack Reacher movie. I mean, again, because it's from the book, obviously. So Correct. There were some scenes where, oh, I remember when that would happen there and and here. I mean, with what's changes here and there? But, the, you know, just the like the gist of it is very similar mm-hmm. because it's, you know, taking place in the same time period in the books. Right, right. But I really like, he just looked like he is having a lot of fun in this role. Yeah. I know it's just a two minute trailer, but it, it looks just like he's, he's going to have a shit ton of fun doing this. And that's when an actor does that. Uh, and when that comes out, there's just something about it. Even if the movie is not good or if the show is not great, when you can tell an actor is just having a, like just having a time of their life doing something, that really gets me interested in whatever it is. Yeah. Like when you sit there and you're watching and you hear the, he
0: had the time of his life. (laughs) You're the one who made me, you're the one who made me record on a Thursday. You're, you you did this. This is your fault. (laughs) I totally fell asleep. (laughs) Uh, Like, like between like, Six and six forty-five. I one hundred percent fell even and took a nap. Um. Oh. Anyway, no, but this looks good. It comes out in uh, February. I want to say February fourth, yeah. second.
1: Um. I didn't see the
0: day. I just saw February. Hold on, it's in the trailer. It's at the end. Let me. I got it up. Um. Oh, well, maybe it's not in the trailer. Anyway, yeah, it comes out in February. I want to say it's February fourth for some reason, but do not. Oh yeah, February fourth, right there at the forty-five second mark. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It just looks good. I, I like we we've been talking about. Amazon has definitely stepped up their production quality.
1: Yeah, and uh, speaking of yeah, sorry, speaking of production quality, uh, we will talk about this for all of ten seconds. But I just got a notification on my phone about the series premiere of. Santa Inc.
0: Uh yeah, we're not talking about that.
1: We're not yeah. even going to give anyway. that away. No, no. So <laughs> no. we we
0: we don't we don't support that douchebag, either one of those douchebags. No, no uh, not at all with with any of that. So all right, so moving on to the next trailer that it actually dropped the other day which you uh apparently missed. Uh it's from The Daily Wire. They're the ones who did the Run Hide Fight. Um this one's called Shut In. It is uh It's also from the Daily Wire, um, because they're trying to make movies now. They've got uh, Terror on the Prairie coming out
1: later. Um, Is that first part of next year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be like
0: no, it's gonna be like middle of uh, middle of spring, I think. Um, Anyway, but this one is uh, the guy who directed Disturbia. Um, Oh yeah, DJ Caruso. DJ Caruso, thank you. And then. Oh what's his name? Uh the dude who did the um the Buffalo 66 with Christina Ricci. Um Vincent Gallows, I think is his name. Um
1: That's yeah. Yeah, I, Vincent I Gallo. Yep.
0: Yeah, he's in he's in that as well. Uh he he did the Buffalo he did Buffalo 66 and then he also was in the very controversial uh the Brown Bunny where uh Chloe Seven oh, I... like went down on him for real on on film and everything and people are like oh my god yeah i i remember that controversy wow this this movie so sorry uh oh there it is uh never mind so yeah so dj caruso also directed triple x which if you have not seen that that is what vin diesel went and did instead of doing too fast too furious and it was a great choice because that movie is ridiculously fun. But unfortunately, that movie is what all the Fast and Furious movies turned into. Yes. so You are correct. Sir. Uh, but yeah. So anyway. No, Shut right. In is a, a single mom does everything she can to save her children after being held captive. Uh, it was written by Melanie Toast. Uh, what do we know about Melanie Toast? Uh, this is she wrote the river at night and this see now, if you're going to do entry
1: level people, this is the type of film you do this.
0: And with. I'm not bashing the daily wire. I'm really not. Cause this yeah. is only their second movie, but this is what you use entry level people for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You don't, you don't use entry that, level people for Hawkeye. No, you do not. And or I actually have nice things Sylvie. to say about Hawkeye. Yeah, no, definitely yeah. not.
0: Or Sylvie. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. was actually talking to a buddy and he was like, he I was like, Whoa. What was it we were talking about? Hawkeye. And I was like, yeah, no. For me, the MCU is kind of dead. It, to me, it ended at at Infinity War and Thanos won, and we got our happy ending. And everything <laughs> since then has just been fan fiction. Uh, the, that's that's hilarious. He was so mad. It, he got really mad. Why? So why? Yeah. Well, because he's he's uh he's Asian, and so Shang Chi is like the beginning and the end of the Marvel universe for him now.
1: Are, are you serious? No, Dude. I'm not I, even kidding. And again, you're, I'm talking. I'm someone who actually had fun watching Shang Chi. Yeah, but it is like on the, it is on the outside looking in of the top twelve. I movies. Top I am fifteen probably.
0: I am not watching Shang Chi because I don't want to watch Shang Chi. I, I actually kind of do because I love martial arts movies. I'm not watching Shang Chi because Simu Leo is a douchebag. Okay. Who says shitty yeah. things to fans? Yeah, uh, and, and so again, I don't support people who do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you still have the plus, right? So, are you really supporting him? <sighs> I am not. My money does not go to. The <laughs>
0: so that but, that uh, that is a very I, sore I, subject around my
1: house right now. Yeah. I know. So, but it, as far as shut in, I told you right before we started recording this. This is like this was a disturbing trailer. It made me uncomfortable. And yeah, that's not often the, the something I would say about a movie or a trailer. Yeah. And that's good. It that is, is. absolutely perfect the, like, for this type of movie.
0: Tingly's crawling up the smaller your back
1: uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Like uh, yeah, Yeah. It's 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 one of those things that y- you watch and there's the scene where where she's up against the door and you see the nail come through. And then on the the very next like and since she pulls her hand back and it's bloody. And yeah. uh, if anybody has seen a quiet place, like when we talked about a quiet place, like when uh. she stepped on that nail, um, or when you when 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 Marv steps on the nail, um, or is it Harry when Harry steps on the nail in Home Alone? Like yeah. that is that is the to me one of the most horrifying sights. Is is seeing someone pull like their hand out of a nail or their foot out of a nail or um you know like jaws in um Happy Gilmore when he's got the nail just sticking out of his head. <laughs> but uh I will say the like I said before the 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 production quality on this looks really really good. Um mm-hmm. I, I mean this is what happens when you have you know someone like DJ Caruso who's who's a really good director. Um, Disturbia is in a great modern take on rear, um, rear window. And yeah, I mean, this just looks fun. My question is, and I'm going to ruin the movie in one sentence why not take one of those kitchen chairs and prop the door open? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, anyway, that being said uh this looks cool i'm excited for it it's coming this spring they they didn't give an actual date they just said spring 2022 um i have a feeling they're gonna start pumping out more of this stuff
1: so and that's good you know i i mean i really enjoyed run hide fight hopefully yeah. enjoy this terror on the prairie i'm looking forward to that gina carano yep and again it's a western so yep. Hey. See, I'm not a huge Western fan. Hey,
0: speaking of Westerns, our favorite um, shooter on a Western came out and said that he did not pull the trigger. Did you see that one?
1: I, I saw that. I saw yeah. that Shiza.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. So, man, there's Stop just so dude. much fun
0: stuff. Like, I'm hoping that they uh, they arrest him soon. Um, yeah. And then you got the Jesse Smollier kid uh, <laughs> who apparently made them do a rehearsal. Yes. <laughs> like i i'm 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 not going to say what i want to say um how broadway are you that you make them do a rehearsal for a hate crime let's, let's just put it that way um, Oh, my goodness uh let's just ruin the word broadway <laughs> anyway uh but yeah he made them do a rehearsal in the spot where he he knew that the camera would pick them up
1: well, what do we say? What do you say about Hollywood? Type? They're husks.
0: I mean, come on. And here's the sad thing. He was in the Mighty Ducks. He was? Yeah, he was um, Jesse's little brother. The kid who oh. called everybody a cake eater. The super racist black kid who called everyone cake eaters. <laughs> so, yeah, that kid. Um, but yeah, no, this, well, his this sister was
1: was Remember, his sister was in Friday Night Lights uh the last his, couple seasons his sister was also away.
0: black canary
1: yeah uh, well not really but anyway well, she was a black <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: no uh what is her name um journey journey j-u-r-n-i-e she was also in uh with uh jonathan major she was in uh lovecraft yeah, no Love she she was
0: in something else too that I hold on I'm looking it up real quick. No, she was in she was in something that uh what was it? Oh, she was in True Blood. That's right. She was in the last couple of seasons of True Blood. Oh,
1: I, I didn't watch it to that that part. You I should watch I I like the first three. You definitely eight. go
0: watch the seasons with her in it if you know what I mean. Um, because she's super hot. <laughs> Yeah, she was, um, she's, she's, she was in Parenthood to things I've seen it. I like her as an actress. I liked her in, I liked yeah. her in Friday Night Lights. I liked her on Parenthood. I really liked her in, uh, True Blood. Um, I, yeah, I liked
1: her in Lovecraft Country as well. I didn't
0: make it past the first episode
1: yeah. of Lovecraft See, Adventure. that's the thing. I love both her and Jonathan Majors, their performances. It's just, and, and Michael, uh, what's the guy? He died, uh, oh michael k williams so yeah he was he was great in that the performances were spectacular it was just the the pacing yeah was very up and down okay so this is like i
0: this is weird sorry i called you michelle tanner before she was denise michelle's little friend on full house that's
1: that's from
0: 1992 to 1994 that's funny i pulled her imdb up um (laughs) Anyway, Uh, as we're wont to do, yeah, right. (laughs) This is why I do this in front of a computer. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, no, shut in looks good. It it looks like it's going to be fun. Um, And you know, the the more I think, the more like Daily Wire does from this, the more like other outlets like Daily Wire can do to add to the culture and and not just like tell agenda driven stories, but because. You know, this is the second movie they've put out, and it's the second movie in a row where the female is the lead. Yeah. I actually just and thought then, of that just now. And then Terror on the Prairie with... uh Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, anything Nick Cersei's in, he's the lead, so... um <laughs> I forgot he's in that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the lead in Justified. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> but uh but, yeah, all right, so let's let's get to Hawkeye why we're why we're why we're talking about all this stuff, speaking of female leads, uh, so Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye this week <laughs> um, all right, so I was lukewarm on the first episode of Hawkeye, um actually, putting it, in, I was lukewarm, I fell asleep both times I watched it but in the exact same spot Um, because it was boring. Uh, Episode two was better. Episode three, I think, has been the best one so far, and it's probably been the best thing in the MCU TV
1: since the third to last episode of WandaVision. That's fair. Uh, Again, we were talking about this last week. I don't count what if, um, because I just don't. There's... Like like Sylvie, I'm not going back. And for those people know, but I'm just saying, I'm not going back to rewatch Loki. Right. There's nothing about that show that what makes me want to go back. Yeah. I'm not going to back going back to rewatch uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There's nothing about it that makes me want to rewatch it. It's no. just gonna piss me off parts of it. Yeah. And, and, and although and the I performance don't watch of Captain America Four because of that. Yeah. And the now the performance of. Um, of Isaiah Bradley and uh, I just skipped out on the guy's name Carl Carl Lumley Lumby yeah his performance I loved it I I thought it was great yeah everybody else was up and down WandaVision is one of those shows I will go back and Mm rewatch and Hawkeye this was a a good episode where and again this is trending upwards this this shows and again I, I know there are only three episodes But it's doing what the two shows before it that I just mentioned didn't do. It did not get they didn't get progressively better. Well, and again, I think it's what they refuse to do,
0: because the other thing is they've moved the story along every week.
1: Mm hmm. So, again, this is not episode is not without issues and things I disliked. And we, and again, we we're talking about just talking about how the Daily Wire has three movies with female leads. Well, this episode starts with <laughs> the basically the female lead in this episode, and that's well, Maya slash. And we're going to call her Echo. Yeah, we're going to call her Echo. And, but this this episode
0: starts with the Diversity Olympics. Absolutely it does. Um, you know, all all the way down to not only is Echo deaf. But she's also um an amputee i think yeah. is that how you say that now i don't, I don't know if they have a fancy word um <laughs> but yeah, it's just come on i, I here's now, the thing is is echoes the bad guy she she is echo is a yes. net new character they they tried to make us feel sorry for the kingpins. "Quote unquote niece, who is going to get a spinoff series already? Which yeah. is it's been in which, development since before this came out.
1: Like, which I'm sorry, I just don't see that 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 doing any better than two of the other the other two shows I talked about. Don't
0: make spinoff series about the villains,
1: unless it's Thanos, honestly. But I mean, you, Thanos look, was not a villain. He, no, he. You can actually, you can absolutely. <laughs> It was written on the and toilet we... in the first episode. He was right. <laughs> that is correct. I am not the only now.
0: one who thinks that.
1: It is canon now. <laughs> We've been over this. He didn't go far enough. Yes. that was
0: his problem. He went with a half well, measure. It,
1: yeah, and he tried to do. He tried to rectify that the, in the end game, but well, we saw what happened. But yeah, that that was fantastic She's fiction. absolutely. The, <laughs> yeah, she's absolutely the bad guy. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. The fact, you know, just because... Now, was that her uncle or her dad? It was her dad. Okay.
0: Okay, I understand why
1: she's crying, but trying to get us... Give us sympathy with... We know what Ronan did. Mm -hmm. Ronan was icing bad guys. That's all he was doing. And he was not a good guy. there was a reason. No, he wasn't. Just like Dexter Morgan is not a good guy. Ronan was not a good guy. No. And... So I that she just that character, the character of Echo in this episode did not work for me one bit. Hold on. She
0: worked when she was being a bad guy, when she's chasing down Hawkeye and Kate, trying to kill them. She worked because she has a very intense uh, the actress has a very Mm -hmm. intense look upon her face. And the actress's name, and I should have had this already, and I don't know where it went. Oh, I thought you did. Uh, I have it up. Um, no, that's not it. Uh, where did it go? No? Oh, uh, Alakwa, Alakwa? Alaqua. Alagwa? A-L-A-Q-U-A. Alaqua Cox is, sure. uh, you know,
1: um, so Maya slash Echo. That, that's yeah. a good point to, like, that's a good discrepancy right there she didn't work for me in the way they were trying to frame her Correct. as as the villain of the story or this episode you're right she did work but i'm taking it you know when you take that cold opening and how they try to frame her as this sympathetic character that did not work for me mm-hmm. so so yeah th- yeah let let me kind of you know just take those apart and they're two separate things she worked as a villain. She didn't work for me what they were trying to what they're trying to do. You know, who I blame for all of this. Not knowing
0: what a hero is. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. I think you said that. So to- I, I, I said this uh, for the years. last week to me. I 100% yeah. blame WWE and Stone Cold Steve Austin for breaking the idea of a hero because they wanted him to be a heel and he was super over and he was only over because he was fighting back against authority. And mm-hmm. instead of fighting back against authority and doing what was right, he fought back against authority, but still was a bad guy. Yeah. And so he <laughs> became an anti-hero. And so yeah. now, like, That's- it has spread out to, all. like, again, don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Don't care. But you look at Antiva. They think they're the good guy because they're out there doing bad things. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Yeah. And again, I don't mind the idea of that idea. My, what I have a problem with is it's they're using it way too much and then they're muddying the waters because you get people that don't really have the talent to tell a nuanced anti-hero story. Right. And it gets... It just just gets messy, and and that's what, and you're and you're right about that. I don't again. I don't mind the antihero. It's just being used too much by people who don't have the skill set to to properly right. frame the character. But we don't need any an antihero when we have two died in no, the wool heroes. No, yeah, yeah. And this and and again, that's this is one of those words being used too much. You, she should be the villain. She should be again. the
0: mustache twirling. Sign language you, m- twirling mustache twirling villain, like. But you, we kn- we all know why that's not the case. Like even her line where she tells him, where she tells Clint, he relies too much on technology because he doesn't know how to sign well enough. Mm-hmm. Was like enough to make her terrifying, right? Because <laughs> she's like, I I don't give a shit about you. Um. But I do know I I want I want to hurt you, <laughs> um, so again I I think when she was the villain she worked. Any other time where they wanted us to feel sorry for her, she didn't work. In the whole her whole hero origin that she got, is she gonna turn do on that. the tracksuit mafia now? I don't see that as a thing that makes any sense, unless when uh um Yelena. That's not right. Um yeah, Yelena shows up to try and kill Clint or to I'm sorry, to kill Clint, you know, then she becomes <laughs> like the good guy. But again, then that that's you
1: you can't tell that story in 6 episodes. No, no. Uh, and None and of again, that would feel maybe yeah, and it, and even if you're going in that direction, I, it still doesn't work as going into her own show she has to be over to use, you know, wrestling terminology as a face, a baby face to, to get her own show, because I don't, and again, I don't know who's writing the show. It's, it's in development, all that stuff. But if, uh, everything holds true to how they've been doing it, they're going to get another newbie writer who doesn't have that nuance or experience Mm-hmm. to tell a compel not not just a compelling tale, but something that makes sense for the character and her arc into going from you know a total heel to that bait to from that heel all the way to the baby face. Yeah. And I mean
0: Echo's we, been around. Yeah. She was yeah she's been around since nineteen ninety nine as Echo. She was Ronin in November of two thousand five. She's created by J- David Mack and Joe Casada for she was a Daredevil villain. Mm-hmm. you know um you know one of the many daredevil villains that they've decided to use elsewhere um but yeah no i i don't i just don't get it, it like honestly if they if they should be focusing on anything to spin off this show it's haley steinfeld's kate bishop who oh absolutely is the the ideal version of this character um she was kicking all sorts of ass this week uh yeah I, but the best part is when he's like, wait for the signal, frees himself, and then takes off. And she's like, wait, how did you, what, what did you like? Yeah. <laughs> and and here's the best part it's her confidence got shook. Yes. This, and this he even is, says that. This is what Star Wars did so wrong with Ray. Ray's confidence never once got shook, which is why people mis- mistake her as a full blown Mary Sue. She's a Mary Sue in the force. Absolutely. But fighting, like being, being scrappy, being, being, you know, the, the person who's going to climb up the side of the prison. That makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. We learned that pretty quick. That's the, the only thing Jar Jar did well in, in that series was like kind of introducing how capable Ray was as a person. Right. Um, And then he failed every other part of that character. But uh, here, like, I, I think, uh, who was the writer of this one? Uh, this was uh, Kate Mathewson and Tanner Bean as the writers. I thought they wrote an excellent episode. And this was Burton Birdie, who we talked about last week, who, you <laughs> know, I really like Troop Zero, which was a, 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 mo- a movie they did for Amazon. Um, you know, so they they're not necessarily like... Entry level because they've done a couple things, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, I mean, this is like, this is their speed. Like, honestly, doing like TV, I think, like, like this, they, they, those kids have a future. Um, (laughs) but no, I love the scene, like, especially when like they, the, the tracksuit mafia kept putting the quarters in the, the unicorn and the, um, the horse and kept them going. And it looked like she was going to throw up. Yeah. Right from just that constant like motion of rocking back and forth. Um, but no, I like, I really, part of the reason I like this episode so much was because of the growth we got to see in Kate, the fact that we got to see her knock down and then be resilient but not petulant. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I love the, um, when she shot, I forget which arrow it was. I think it was the one that blew up. When she was like, "What are the four more dangerous arrows than that?" <laughs> yeah. That was the. That was a great line. That was like that was someone who was thinking the whole time. Um, also, the chemistry between her and Jeremy Renner is off the charts because he can't hear, I- and she's talking to him, and he's saying one thing, and then. She's she starts talking about that, and then he goes back to the original thing she said without ever having heard it. I thought that was yeah. a masterstroke of of character. I, I love that I when was. they were on,
1: like when they were like in the subway or whatever, and she was like, "We need to go talk, check on the dog." Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how long can the dog so, last? Like yeah, you know, without going to the bathroom or something. But, and then he was like, "You know, you're you're you did a really good job." Like talking about her, how good she was as an archer, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Really?" And then he goes back to. You know, we need to check on the dogs. I mean, that is that back and forth they have is that is every this has been and again. It's been up and down as far as quality, especially the first episode. But what hasn't Well, they weren't in it together really then. But these last two episodes, what it shows me is that there are people that can show that buddy cop chemistry Mm -hmm. that we thought we were going to get with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and we did not get. And I, I mean, and again, I'm getting it in with this. And again, I'm, I've always been a fan of Haley Steinfeld, right? Yeah. Same. I loved her in edge of 17 that, that, and, you know, and, and in the pitch perfect movies, I think she is a treasure to be brought into the MCU. Mm-hmm. They need something like this. And just, I will say one of the things I really liked, and there's a part of it. I didn't like, and the part of it, I didn't like it's small it's just the and i call i called it the retcon of Hawkeye's hearing issue yeah you and i he's, disagree he's, on this actually so well no you know, it, it's not that we disagree it's if they if now if they say something in these next three episodes about it because again you can't just bring this in i don't care if it is part of what happened to him you can't just bring it in and not explain it and again when i say explain it two lines that's all you need well they I mean,
0: showed us in the uh in the uh, I think it was in the first episode or the second, sa- it was in the second episode when she, she notices the hearing aid. Cause he's like, when he's like, Hey, and he switches side and she goes, Oh, what a gentleman. And he goes, no, I want to hear you. And he points at the hearing aid. She goes, what happened? Oh, you know what? And you then it what? shows the things exploding by his head. Like, uh, the whole Avengers compound falling in
1: on him with the infinity gauntlet. But I, I will, again, that, that is, I will say that is, that is true. I, I, that might have been one of the moments I. I still, again, I still don't like that, because this the and again, this is the reasoning. They're doing this not because it makes sense as a character, it's because diversity. That's why.
0: Well, but no, However, Hawkeye. So Hawkeye had hearing aids in in the comics on and off. All, I know. All throughout I his know that. So I. I think no, they no, did. No, no. Listen to. Well, hold on, hold on. They showed us. I think that's the
1: important thing. They showed us why. This, that's, that doesn't matter because they're doing it for the wrong reasons. They're not doing it for the plot of the character. So, again, that's that's a small thing. I have a problem with that. I'm going to have a problem with that. But it's a small problem. Yeah. What I did like is how they used it in this episode. Mm-hmm. Not just for the fun parts or anything like that. The part, for example, where he thinks you know his wife calls, but it's actually his son. And that back and forth where um, Kate is helping him talk to his son because he can't hear him. Right. And then at that end, man, that, that was really heartbreaking where he's like, it's okay if you don't come home for Christmas. Yeah. And Jeremy Renner's, you know, his just like almost breaking down in that mm-hmm. scene, that the way they used it and his acting trumps my issues with sure reason they're using. It. So when I say it's an issue, I mean, it's a small, it's, it's a small okay. issue. It's not going to take away, but I'm not, I, I wouldn't be me if I didn't bring that up and yeah. say that. That's fair. But I I did like how they used it in the sense of not just like I said not just for comedy but for drama as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can get on board with that. I'm looking at her IMDb right now and I'm going to pull another aside here. She's in a, a music video um Machine Gun Kelly Machine Gun Kelly featuring Haley Steinfeld at my best and it just made me think of that meme I sent you today. <laughs> Well, she is a singer, so I know, but like it's the machine gun Kelly. That thing. is funny. That was like I sent Daryl I sent Daryl this meme. It's on Instagram, you guys can find it. Um Machine Gun ba- Kelly got burnt so bad by Eminem in a disc track that he's the only rapper that ever changed genres because he got burned so bad in a disc track.
1: It took me a minute to um, realize that it was actually him singing that other song. I'm like Yeah. I, 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 I wow. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> uh
0: yeah, he went he went from like hardcore white rapper wannabe to uh emo boy with an eye (laughs) anyway um so i mean this this episode i thought this episode worked really well i love how it ended as well because they went back to uh bishop manor uh i don't know what it's called i just call it bishop manor um and uh what's his name jack had the ronin sword ready to uh to decapitate old old uh ronan
1: himself and i love hawkeye's like and i'm in the wrong business yeah <laughs> The little line he threw out yep um, uh, oh and, and and again one thing i did want to mention that i actually put it down in my notes I absolutely love the whole Pim arrow thing that was uh, hilarious that's
0: actually in the thumbnail <laughs> for the video the YouTube.
1: <laughs> i loved it too i thought it was great
0: um uh i i did like i like the what, what good is a suction cup hair
1: <laughs> yeah oh that's what it's that's for. what it's for yeah i just love their like even with the the and again i I believe we'll probably have issues going forward in the next three episodes but as long as we keep this chemistry between the, these two going because yep. this is enough to make like just watching them together is enough to make me watch want to watch the show and one thing that they did give us a little Easter egg is and again, I know there's there's a relation between them in the comic is, is Echo and Kingpin. Yeah, they absolutely gave us a little Easter egg of Kingpin when she was at her uh, karate lesson. Yep. I mean, again,
0: Daredevil villain. So,
1: you know, makes sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah. it was uh, it
0: was Vincent D'Onofrio, his voice. At least, or someone who did a rough approximation of it, or you know, whatnot. Um, so it's funny. So, Reese Thomas, who directed the first two episodes, is directing the sixth episode, and then Bert and Bertie are doing three, four, and five. So, they're only okay. having two directors and then different writers. So, I mean, wait a minute. Who's still wait a minute? Who's doing six? Reese Thomas, who did the first episode. Okay, the oh, first he did and one, two. he six. did one and two okay. and six. And six, birdie okay. or three four and five so um honestly i i i enjoyed this one um i i did i did actually watch this one twice um on my own accord so mm-hmm. so yeah
1: i would absolutely watch this one again like the first one it's it's a little it's slow mm-hmm. second one it's okay, but some of the stuff with them is good enough. I would absolutely watch this episode again. I, I would argue but, the first episode is legitimately bad. I, I think I'm being nice. Uh, I'm think I'm I'm being a little bit too nice with so, it. I mean, it is a probably. pilot, so it's it should probably be
0: one of the worst episodes of the series. Um, yeah, but this was a six episode thing that was picked up. This you don't wasn't, have the time to do yeah, that. They, yeah, yeah, they just. I mean, they got into action somewhat, but uh it just was not. It wasn't fun. Um
1: yeah. anyway. it, no it wasn't. It was tough.
0: All yeah. right. We are gonna move on to Wheel of Time now. Um the Dragon
1: Reborn.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to carry the load on this one because I hated this. <laughs> I hated every second of this. I it took me two 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 times to get through it. Um and I still don't know anybody's names.
1: <laughs> and I will say what I've any, I don't need to do this with this show, but fantasy shows, especially, I usually put the, the subtitles on if I'm watching it for the first time. Yeah, because, that's probably not a bad idea because I've had issues not, I, and I don't mean just with this show. Well, I don't have issues with this show because I know the characters from the books, but I've had issues with shows where I'm l- watching it and at the end of it, like, I have I know one name, yeah, so. I, I that's what I started doing, just writing subtitle or just using the subtitles that will help, and because that is frustrating where it's just like, yeah, I don't know anybody's name. Okay, sure, let's yeah. go. I I think I think if I were gonna if someone
0: were gonna be like, hey Brian, sum up the the Wheel of Time series to me in 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 a quick like you know elevator pitch. It's um. Female witches are power hungry and don't want to share with male
1: witches, and everybody hates each other. <laughs> You're laughing, but I mean that's in like, in certain ways that is true. Not just here, but in the books. Yeah, too. I
0: I can't imagine the books are any good after seeing this. And like I know you said, there's a lot of stuff that's different, but like yeah. the 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 B plot this week with. Um, the redhead dude's girlfriend and the guy that axed his uh, his wife to death accidentally,
1: yeah. Perrin and uh, Egwene, that is like it again, is those two. Yeah, born as shit. To 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 quote that part, it,
0: to quote Thor, "You really are the worst." Yeah, <laughs> paraphrase Thor. You really
1: are yeah, the worst. They, brother. those characters, how they're written, and the two actors just, they pulled not no. no they they don't pull any type of emotion from me except boredom when I see them on the screen. I don't understand why they split honest. everybody up in the third well, episode,
0: or in the second episode. Like I like and again, even Lord of the Rings like waited, like the Fellowship of the Ring like mm-hmm. in the books, in the movie, they waited a long time before they split that group up.
1: Yeah, and this and that's where the difference between the books and cuz I, I couldn't tell you how how long into the books it was because there was a lot more in Immense field from that first episode. There was a lot more of detail of getting to know the characters that we, then we, they kind of just threw us in, threw us into it. in this one, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I, but I think what it did do, it just didn't get us enough time to see these characters interacting with one another to, mm-hmm. um, to give us like what type of connection they have. And again, some of that could be the writing is not strong enough. Some of it, cause I, I told you last week, I'm not in that half the actors. I do not like on this show I, and I, most of them I've never seen before, but I just don't like how, I don't know if it's them necessarily or the writing or both. Perrin and Egwene are my least favorite right now. Nynaeve and she is the one that's, that actually helped heal mm-hmm moraine in this episode I, she something about i don't know if it was because she was with Lan, who is moraine's warder, played by was it daniel henny or something like that but there was something about her that came out that actually got me liking her because the first couple first three episodes i didn't like her either mm-hmm. so there is a chance that over time, some of these actors and some of these characters can grow on me. It's just when you have the first four episodes and two of your main characters just aren't hitting with people, that is not good. Right. And that there is definitely a problem with some of the writing in the sense of not making characters captivating enough. Yeah. That first episode should have probably have been two episodes. I and mean, it, that if it was to, it would have given us bet more or an hour and a half episode where we could have gotten more time with the group, w- with the group. And that, that like, was one of the things. The group that I know is all off the on books. their
0: own. There's none of those five with the uh, uh, Morgan Moraine, Moraine, and yeah. uh, Lon. Is that Land? Yeah. Uh, the, the like local area network, not. <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to call him, not Legolas. Um Yeah. I mean, where's your bow and arrow, dude? Where's your bow and
1: arrow? Oh, <laughs> well, we had a guy with a bow and arrow in this episode. We did, was, and we had dude with
0: axes like Gimli. And yeah. you know, it was I mean this is like I watched to Finehair Yeah. Absolutely. We watched so the this guy on, with the axes. and I'm like, I'm like, I just wanna yeah. I just wanna uh I just wanna go read Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> <laughs> or watch I haven't it read that in a while or uh go so, watch the, that old hobbit cartoon movie from the 70s wow that's man all of I that is, found a, a, it makes me want to watch the Hobbit movies that's how bad this is
1: the hobbit the first one if no, you're talking about, I'm talking, by about armies, I'm talking about i'm talking about the all three hobbit movies I would rather watch than this okay'm I'm, I'm just gonna have to hang up after that god the <laughs> battle of the five arms one of the worst oh, movies out there hor- horrific but good. yeah you know i mean like even, even this show had better special effects than that the effects are good movie. the the the
0: scenery yeah. is good like all of that like was really good like when the the again my, their magic takes so long like and anyone who's fighting thing, any of yeah. these people just like line just up your archers them. Yeah, Dude, You don't and even that, need an the max. You just have your archers hang out in the high ground and just like shoot them all down because it's gonna take them forty five minutes to
1: spool up. And that's one it's of like the, the things Undertaker walk
0: it, into the ring.
1: <laughs> that so that's that's the big thing for the magic for me that doesn't tra- that ha- they haven't translated it well. I don't. I'm not a fan of the effects either of the magic. But this magic is supposed to be just balls to the wall, just fantastical. Yeah. And they just, it seems so dull. Now, with that being said, I did like the scene where you get the, so just to tell people about this. Do you have the summary or is the summary in here? It's so in there where the lady it? healed everybody. Yeah. yeah, no, not that, oh.
0: but. Um, oh, where the green one was uh, fighting yeah, so everybody the idea in the woods. This episode, that was kind of
1: cool too. Yeah. So the idea of this episode is we get this character, Loghain, who he thinks he is the dragon. Uh, reborn and that's you know that's what Moraine is looking for like however the problem is that he thinks he's getting advice from past dragons which I, I thought that scene was pretty cool the special effects were a little bit weak in that but where he has those two uh shadowy figures whispering to him what that is it's not the old you know the past dragons you know as far as you know, giving him advice on how to do better than they did. That's kind of the madness of what happens when a male taps into the one power in the sit, in the place that it is, it's corrupted. So that was like the little snippets of him slowly being driven mad by the one power. Okay. And so I, I did like that. I, I like, I like seeing him. And so there's a process called the gentling. And that's what the Aes Sedai do to men they find can wield the one power. And it's cutting them off from the one power. I see. It's yeah. It's it's a
0: fate worse even, than death.
1: Yeah. It was it was pretty it was it was brutal seeing that scene, even though they there wasn't a lot to be seen, if that makes any sense. Just because of the idea of being cut off from you know, it, it's almost you could almost liken it to you know, someone that you know gets you know gets high on heroin or something like that, and then immediately cut them off. Sure, like in the yeah. middle of that high, say and say that. never again. You can... yeah. So I I did, you know, I did like this. uh, What was his name? I wrote it. The uh, the guy that played Logane Ablar, Alvaro Morte. I, I liked the job. He, I did like him as Logane because he was so confident that hey. I am the Dragon Reborn. I am mm-hmm. the one that's going to make this world right. And he wasn't a bad guy, or at least he didn't think he was a bad. He thought he was, you know, the hero of his own story. Mm-hmm. And I'll just leave it at that. But I did that. I did like that part of seeing the, why the Aes Sedai are so, militant in the sense of how they handle men that get the one power and and you get a little bit more of moraine and her trek of why she's looking for it but she's one of those characters even in the books her motivations are she keeps her motivations close to the vest to the point that even the reader doesn't necessarily know where she's coming from yeah and like, I, I kind of, I like that. Like, even here where she's, she talks to game, She's like, tell me why I should believe you. So she gives him the chance. Even though she doesn't think it's him, she still gives him that chance despite what her sisters would do. Yeah, And I think she like, she's just a, I, it's not just because it's Rosamund Pike, but I do like the character. And I, that's, this is one that for me, she's one of the stronger points of the show. Uh, watching, you know, all of the different... Again, the Aes Sedai are like any other clan or cult or whatever. You have different um, fragmentations within the group, and you see some of that here. So, I mean... And, and you see the... And one of the things they mention about the Aes Sedai and their Wardens, and, and they talk about how if an Aes Sedai dies, the war, it almost drives the warden ward mad because mm-hmm. that connection it's, it's almost like a programming in the sense of my, I am programmed to serve this Aes Sedai. I am programmed to help protect her to, you know, whatever her mission is. And when that programming is cut off, it's like, they have nothing. They're aimless that. And that's one of the things they were talking about how, you know, what happens when you know that, ha- and it, you know for an Aes Sedai, yes, she, an Aes Sedai would greatly mourn the death of their warden, but they would be able to move on. It's th- the other way around. It's mm-hmm. it's not so cut and dry. Yeah. So th- again, this episode had issues. It still had the same issues with Perrin and Egwene. I, they're just they're just not doing it for me. Yeah. Every time I like honestly, every time they're on screen, I check out. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's the same way I was with Nynaeve, but I think introducing, getting her in that, into that, you know, you know that uh, with Moraine and Lan, and then her finding out that she actually has the power, one power, and being able to a- access it like she does, she got a little bit more interesting to me. Rand and Matt and Tom, they're them, them coming across the Eyeless uh, one slash the uh, Nazgul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was great. And, you know, we don't know what happens to Tom, but Rand Rand and Matt, who he's under, he's kind of under a trance with, you know, when they were in that city, he stole this dagger, which is, I was going to say haunted, but not haunted, but like possessed or something along those lines. And so that's affecting him a little bit. Not sure where they're going with that or how how they're going to present that to us on the show but I, I do like the guy that character that plays ran the character that plays Matt, I, already, I think I told you, I said last week. Yeah. He, there's going to be a new actor in season two. Yep. So I'm, I'm not going to, I think that could be a good thing because I'm not hundred percent sold on this guy. I really like the actor that plays Tom. Um, so that's the thing this show is, I mean, it's such a rich, uh, you know, with, it, it, it is such a rich book series, source material, despite it, the fact that I think every book could be cut down by yeah. 150 pages.
0: So the series feels rushed and meandering yeah. all at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the rush part, absolutely. And it, it, it's like they have to hurry up and get to one place and then they sit there and talk.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> so. I do. Your point. I think your point was spot on, though. They could have changed that by giving us more time with the group as a whole before splitting them up. Yeah, because
0: we didn't and get to even know any of those characters.
1: And this is the thing. Even if people would say, hey, in the books, they did that. The difference with this in the books, you hear people's uh, internal thoughts. So you get to know the character. Because Perrin is a, a very internal character in the books. He doesn't say much, but he has. You know, kind of like Game of Thrones, you had characters with their own chapters. That's how you got to know the characters, by reading the chapters about like, that that character's narrating. You don't have that luxury in a show. So you have to do a better job of maybe stretching stuff out that's, instead of saying, hey, we need to get to the action, you need to build that. And that's why they gave him a wife to kill. And it, that, to me, it doesn't work, because they were trying to show... He has struggled with violence. Mm -hmm. That is a very cheap way to show somebody struggles with violence. Yeah. That tells me for, as a writer, that's the best you can do. I, so the writing has been up and down. I still like this episode gave me a little bit more hope for the potential of what they can't, what it can be. I just don't know if it will get there. Even though it's been I think season two has already been signed off on. Yeah, it's already yeah, it was before this even aired.
0: All right. Yeah. Well let's uh let's move on to what we're watching now. We'll we we'll end on a high note. Things we like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um so you have a list of things. Um, real quick before we get into it, I did find something today that I will be watching. Um oh, what's that? Night rider is on
1: uh Oh Night Rider two thousand.
0: No, no, no. All of Knight Rider is on Netflix now. <gasps> all of Knight Rider. I watched, I watched the pilot. Um, that I was one. Oh, I completely forgot he was, forgot he was, was somebody Long. else. Yeah, Michael Long. Yeah. And he got shot in the face um, or yeah. through the back of the head. <laughs> the bullet came out of his face, which is like graphic. Um, but no. Yeah. So, all right. So you have. you made my day here telling me that. Yeah, you were. I, I thought it was just Knight Rider 2000. No, that's on there too, which made me very excited because I love at the end when <laughs> Kit is the uh, 55 Bel Air. All right, so you have four things. I, I technically have four things, but it's one thing. It's um, really one because I'm going to talk about <laughs> mine as a whole. But why don't you go through all of yours first, and then I'll go through all of mine. Okay,
1: so I have Arcane League of Legends. I still I'm I'm kind of savoring that, uh, and part of the reason I'm savoring that is because I've been coerced into watching christmas movies i've watched uh one christmas movie every day for the past four or five nights
0: what I movies think. have you watched and have any of them been uh, jingle all the way yet
1: uh that was on sunday on uh on youtube tv and we're just kind of we kind of watched the last half hour of that one or we'll probably go back to that too anyway but we've watched uh, obviously a christmas story lampoon's christmas vacation um, we started a Christmas Carol, the one with Jim Carrey, but half hour and we're like, okay, let's watch something else. Uh, we've watched Santa Claus one and two. Oh, what else did we, oh, Christmas with the cranks as well. All right. So that's the reason why I haven't caught up more with arcane. What I did start watching, I'm three episodes in is cowboy bebop, the original, the anime, the OG. And... Yes. As you put it in here. That ha- that show has some serious style. I, the music is great. The characters I just met, um, Faye, Faye Valentine in episode three. So I'm only three episodes in. I, I just love the style of the, just, just everything about the, just the toe. I, I see why people love that show mm-hmm. and I'm, a, and I, I have 23 episodes left. So I love it so far. And then last one, I've only watched the first episode is Hellbound. It's a new, it's a Korean show on Netflix. It's about, and from what I, the gist of it is people sin, they get a call, almost like one of those horror movies, like, hey, you have five days until you're going to be dragged to hell. Yeah. And then these like mountain, like just thing looking, a thing from Fantastic Four made of smoke that they leave no trace. They just come. People can see them. They just beat the person bloody, drag them to hell. And, well, there's that. And and again, there's this kind of like doomsday cult that's saying, hey, people need to know about these sins and all this. And it's a lot for one episode. They they give you a lot in, in, in the one episode. I'm really curious to see where this goes. It's just... I, I, I've I've become a fan of Korean cinema, you know. Starting with Train to Busan, you know they had Kingdom, which was the, you know the period piece zombie movie. There's this other show called My Name, which I'm gonna watch sometime soon. Nice. And also probably in the next week or two, check out Lost in Space season three, which premiered yesterday.
0: Yeah, I was thinking we'd talk about that next week. So, okay. It's only what eight episodes, so. Oh, it's only 8. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, cool man, sounds like you're watching some fun stuff.
1: Yeah, and I will continue to watch Christmas movies. Nice. Until the Christmas season's over. I uh I went down the it-man I am not a rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. There's a Watches, fifth like, one. checking the notes.
0: There there is a fifth what?
1: one. Um
0: and it's on Hulu, which I did not learn about until today. Um so I'll, I'll probably watch that this weekend. But uh, as I was telling you, it man the first it Man is amazing. It is, it is freaking awesome. It is everything you want a uh, a uh, you know a a martial arts movie to be, right? And right. the whole oh, I don't have any of the summaries in here. Um, well, it's the same thing over and over? But yeah, no, like the, the Wing Chun um, martial arts, which look amazing on film. And I know, I know that they actually work, uh, to a point, um, but they at the same time look like slap fighting half the time, <laughs> especially when they're fighting someone who is not like a Wing Chun practitioner. Um, so the first hitman is really, really good and and, and kind of heartbreaking um, because it deals with the Japanese occupation of China. Oh. And, you know, he's in the um, Fugong province and they're all these different masters there. And these guys come from the north and they challenge everybody and they finally get to Ip Man and he beats them back. Like really like super easy, barely any convenience, right? Um, <laughs> but then they uh, <laughs> they become like a roving band of like pirates when the Japanese take over and are causing problems for everybody. And then the, uh, the Japanese general has the Chinese martial arts masters come and fight for his enjoyment. Um, and it's just, it's heartbreaking. I mean, it's, 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 you know, I mean, it's very much in line and, you know, keep in mind, this is all happening in like the forties, fifties, sixties, and seventies. Um, these are all period movies um so it's long 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 before any of like the CCP or anything like that um but yeah it's just really it's really good he's got a wife who he loves he's got a, he's got kids who he loves um the second one they he moves the family to Hong Kong uh his wife is pregnant he's trying to set up a school um and it's all about the british occupation of Hong Kong or i guess the you know british ownership of Hong Kong and they said like the a world champion boxer comes to find the best Chinese boxing, as they call the martial arts, very racist. Um, and you know, again, defeats one of the masters, and so it man has to like step up and fight him. And it's it was it was good as well. I enjoyed it. And then the third one, they're still in Hong Kong. This time, an American who's played by Mike Tyson, face tattoos and all, uh, shows up and. Take, is taking over the town and, you know, uh, trying to, trying to get the school. And if he can't have the school, he's going to burn it down because he wanted the building, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and in this one, uh, we meet a young Bruce Lee. <laughs> so, uh, which there was a bait and switch because there's a guy in the second one who looks like Bruce Lee. He's got the mannerisms. He's always like touching his nose, like Bruce did and does the shoulder, like he brings the shoulders back and cracks everything. Um, but then we meet young Bruce Lee as a kid. And then uh, in the third one, Bruce kind of, I, we meet young Bruce Lee at the end of the second one. In the third one, he's, you know, a young man and, and he's being trained and, you know, finally goes off to America at the end. In the fourth one, Ip Man goes to America because he finds out he has cancer. You know, heartbreaking, right? Um Okay. He goes to America so he can get his remaining son into a school there because his wife is dead, his older son is dead, and it's just him and the younger one. And the younger one hates him because he won't train him, he won't teach him kung fu or gung fu. Um, and, you know, so, so he goes to America, he's checking in on Bruce Lee, he's trying to get his kids set up, and he gets caught up in the whole thing where uh, some of Bruce's students are Marines they try, you know, Chinese students. They try and get their marine, their super racist marine uh, gunnery sergeant to add uh, Chinese kung fu to the uh, the training regiment regiment because they think it'll make them better hand to hand combat. And then it's just from there, it's it's just ridiculous. There's a a girl that man befriends at the school who he saves her, Mister Miyagi style from. Uh, a group of white kids who are, are trying to cut her hair off and, you know, um, hurt her and she fights back. She the one white girl who is there. She's cheerleader, though. The head cheerleader gets her face cut. Her dad happens to work for INS, you know, um, and then he's he goes and like starts rounding up people from Chinatown. So it, it, it kind of fell off the rails there a little bit. That one's from 2019. So <laughs> it's got like. 2008, 2010, 2015, and then 2019. So the woke sensibility starts to come into play, um, even though it's in the 60s or 70s or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, but then the guy that plays Bruce Lee is in there. He's all cocky. He's doing his thing. And uh, and yeah. But the thing is, is it man was Bruce Lee's? It was a real person, right? And so at the end right. of each movie, there's like a little like just kind of biographical like little like it man went on to do this and then they do the next one. It man went on to do this next. And so it's kind of like this really cool, like fictional history of, of the, of the individual who taught Bruce Lee and, you know, in a a lot of ways uh, encouraged the kind of improv, improvisation that led to, uh, to G Kune Do.
1: Yeah, it's, I've I've had that movie that movie that series on my list for a while, and just I'm I'm gonna have to just sit down and check it out because yeah. I mean I'm a fan of Donnie Yen. Yeah, oh Donnie fan Yen is him. it
0: man, he's amazing. Yeah. So now here's the thing: I say they get progressively worse. I still loved all four of them. <laughs> so I uh I, I I was very much I was very much a, a fan of of the entire series and. Um, these will be, uh, movies. I definitely go back and watch again. I will say I did try to get, uh, I, I did try to, to watch one of them like in the dub for a little bit because I was doing some other stuff, um, and couldn't sit there and read, um, the, the subtitles, uh, cause it's in Cantonese, um, but i very quickly decided whatever i was doing could wait (laughs) and i would uh (laughs) so i could i
1: could pay attention
0: because it was bad it was really bad
1: yeah the the whole you know squid game uh, well so you know we watched squid game you know with subtitle version and there's this couple that we love to watch Nikki and Steven. They do c- cool. React. That's actually, I got like when I rewatched game of Thrones a few years ago before season seven, that's how I ran into this, you know, YouTube couple, but they, be, you know, because of he, Steven said he, like the guy said he can't watch subtitles because he gets confused or whatever. And so we listened to their, them reacting to the dub version. It is so bad. The dub version is so bad. I, I it I can't explain to you how bad it is. It's it's funny though. I'm I'm fine watching it only because I've seen it in the original version. But yeah. Yeah. I, if something is dub, dubbed versus subtitle, I'll check out to see how good the subtitle or the dubbed version is. But nine times out of ten, there's a show, a Norwegian show called Ragnarok, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool on Netflix. That's I watch that in subtitles. Um I just, the only thing that I don't watch, that I watched dub regardless is anime, but that's watching anime subtitle or watching anime dub versus watching a movie dub is two totally different things. Oh yeah. Yep. So, so but yeah, I will definitely be checking out it, man. I didn't even really realize that it was subtitle until you told me a couple days ago
0: yeah i uh i had never watched them before i for whatever reason thought it was going to be in english at first and i was like oh all right you know i mean i don't i don't care about subtitles they're they're fine they don't bother me um but like anime anime subtitles are, are the worst um because you don't get to see any of the cool cartoon uh, yeah exactly <laughs> so uh but yeah it was it, it they're just these fun just escapism movies watching some kick-ass kick-ass martial arts
1: yeah you know what so. else is kick-ass martial arts um you Sha- shan chi mm.
0: <laughs> you know what else has a pedo apologist Shaunchi. chi <laughs> anyway <laughs> so uh all right, quick aside, just this is fun. My my sister-in-law was trying to find a house. So I found, I f- like, one popped up today, and it's right in her price range, and it's in the school district, and I, I sent it to her, and then I called her, and I was like, hey, I, I found this house. She goes, yeah, I saw that. There's, a, 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 you know, like, four of those red dots right around that house. And I was like, well, it's kind of cheap. Like, just think of all the money you could save on the house. You could just spend that on therapy. Oh, my God. She was cracking. Like, she's got the same kind of gallows Dude. humor that I have. So um, what And it's like, well, it has a privacy I, face. I just s- tell the, the boys that are not allowed to leave the backyard. <laughs> I say
1: it with its affection, like what is wrong with you? Yeah. I,
0: you would have made the same joke. So don't even like don't even <laughs> act like you wouldn't have. So
1: uh
0: all right. So that is the show. Hey, real quick. So the um the Spotify Wrapped stuff is happening. Um we were in 12 countries this year and we got our first ever stream from Switzerland. Oh. So I want to go to Switzerland. Yeah. Uh we did 51 episodes. We would have done 52 if we had not taken a week off. Um and uh yeah, so uh, we're up forty-three percent in followers on Spotify. So everyone listen on Spotify. Thank you. Uh but yeah, we had like We're
1: coming for you, Joe Rogan. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna get that hundred dollar contract yet. <laughs> I didn't stutter. Uh I know. I know you did. <laughs> anyway. So no. Thank you guys for listening. Uh we will be back next week, most likely talking about um. Lost in Space. And then I think we'll probably revive the best of uh, for the last two weeks of the year. Ooh, sounds good. Best TV shows, best
1: movies. So. John G. That's the best MCU movie. <laughs> best. No, well, you know. Best is then. Yeah. By then, we'll I'll uh, probably have seen Spider Man No Way Home. Uh yeah, so we would
0: probably do T V shows first and then movies just to account okay. for uh Spider-Man. Right, which cool. I think it is gonna be closer to Sam Rainey Spider-Man three than it's going to be to
1: Return of the King. Uh wow, that's a very large discrepancy there. Or jeez. I mean, what about in between?
0: There is no in-between, Daryl. It's either Spider-Man 3 or Return of the King. There's there's no... I mean, that not that, that how you rate every third movie? I mean, I, I could say it could be like The Last Stand in Return of the King. I mean, they're both equally as bad, The Spider-Man 3 and Return of the King. I just threw up
1: a little bit. Of they're mouth. equally as unwatchable. Well, look, Last Stand doesn't have a cool dance scene. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would rather watch Cyclops die off screen for an hour straight. But you're not watching it. You're not seeing anything. Exactly. You're just seeing his little then watch float up in the air. Emo, Tobey Maguire oh, go back and forth between crying and dancing for the hour that he that did was, that, that movie.
1: Oh, my God. That was so bad. Anyway. That was so
0: bad. All right. On that note, thank you all for listening. Happy birthday, Daryl. Happy birthday, Brian. And remember... Send me the happy birthday wishes. Send none to Daryl. <laughs> Incorrect. No, send Daryl all the happy birthday <laughs> wishes. He needs them. He's more fragile than I am. I don't even need them. So, please send me. I no, was getting something there. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say that's like that. That's a cry for being. Please send to me some. Nah. So it's just a
0: day. So anyway, uh, yeah. We're going to a nice dinner Saturday night, so that'll be fun. So, but other than that, pretty low key.
1: I'm going to be watching Michigan beat Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, so my
0: my, my 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 time for rooting for Michigan this season has ended. So I will be rooting for Iowa because it helps my Cincinnati Bearcats.
1: Actually, it would it, it would call it, the Bearcats are in if they win. I think uh, Alabama's going to lose. The Bearcats look, uh... win, so Alabama or Georgia is going to lose. Yeah, I think that, that, Georgia, so. I think Alabama's gonna lose because Alabama, yeah, I think they're gonna lose.
0: And this Bearcat team is itching to get back at that bulldog team from last year.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: that would be funny if they did play. Actually, I would really round.
0: like the Bearcats to get the second seed so they don't have to play Georgia in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So
1: they 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 are not they wouldn't have an answer for Aiden Hutchinson or no. David Ajaba. No. So,
0: and they need to get oh, I well, mean, most, most
1: running back back
0: anyway. Um, uh, oh, all right, on that note, we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: See you, bye.
0: The FS podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast. Our website or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Infamous Podcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamous podcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Later.